PS Universe, here we go one more time. Um, tonight we got something crazy going on. Well, not crazy. We're going to have a conversation about something that's um, popular on social media right now, or at least on the internet amongst everybody else. But before we begin with that, <clears throat> I want to come out and talk about irony before, because this actually might tie into our, our lead subject tonight, but uh, I'll talk about irony. I was sitting here the other day, and I had a thought in my head was, you know, when people talk about having depression, manic, chronic, you know, the whole nine yards, anxieties, panic attacks, mania, um, Alzheimer's, dementia, all the mental flips and flops, schizophrenia. Um, depression has one, a, a, a telltale sign of depression is when you have a loss of appetite. At least that's what I know from my experience, you know, the whole lot of ideas. Now, so if you are suffering from depression, you pretty much don't want to eat. You, you have no feeling to feed yourself, to nourish yourself, anything like that. But what I found ironic was even if you do have an appetite and you're not uh, um, depressed as you was, you can want to eat. There ain't no food in the house. How, how fucking depressing is that? You know, that's what we're going through right now in, the, in this world. You know, it's like a lot of people in this world are, you know, suffering through the idea that we don't have as much as we used to have. And, you know, people are, you know, pointing fingers at politicians, um, corporate media, uh, big wigs, elites and all that. But I'm saying it's still, it, it, it sucks ass to actually be in a spot in your head where you're actually, you know, doing good. But now you've got nothing to feed that. So it's like now your idea, your um, negative burdens are weighed down by a lot <laughs> of um, things that are surrounding those ideas. And it's like, it's just ironic that. A sign of depression is loss of appetite, but if you have an appetite and you got nothing to eat, that's depressing. And I'm like, wow, you know, I just that's something that's, that's yeah. So I mean, everybody out there right now, if y'all, you know, I know y'all listen, to, y'all tune in, y'all, y'all listen to what we got to say. But um, let your friends know, let your family know, let everybody out there know that um, times are hard. There ain't no lie about that. But we can do this because we are not the first ones to ever go through this. I'm pretty sure our grandparents have gone through it. I'm pretty sure people for us have gone through, you know, ideas of, you know, you got to ration, you got to budget, you got to do whatever and shit. Yeah, it sucks to not live a good, good life, you know, like everybody else. But once again, the people that are living above that tax bracket, you don't get the right to say how you feel about how I live because you have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Right. So don't tell, yep. don't tell, don't tell anybody in the world you feel bad about our situation when you ain't doing nothing about it except make scream, make it screaming about how mad you are about how we are living because mm. you're living you're living good out there and it's and this ain't about a color you know I me mean? i'm talking about always the green and the paisley people it's always about classism over anything else but um i um I, I can't be the only one that sees that we are going through some hard times right now but then again we're we're we were born in hard times you know there right. are certain there are certain class there's a certain class of people that are actually born in hard times and yeah it sucks ass but um, we, we know how to we know how to we know how to survive. We know how to we know how, we know how to persevere. We know how to get through everything. So, um, I got y'all. Y'all got me. You know, we got each other. That's that's the way it is. So, welcome to the PS Universe, and I want y'all to have fun tonight. And some people might get angry. Some people might you know whatever. But JD come up with a topic tonight. We gonna um, we gonna throw it out there and you know see where it goes. So, before we get on to that subject, how y'all doing, brothers? Oh, we're good. Um. As me, I have uh, gotten forty hours yet again. So you, uh, you take your five-hour shot before you go on the air tonight. 
Huh? You get you a five-hour shot before you took over the air tonight? Yeah, yeah. I got me a little nap in um, before I did before we did the show. <laughs> that way it's all on conk out doing the show. Last week's show, yeah, last week's show was a comedy show. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Our show was always a comedy show. It just, you know, you want to bring up a subject matter tonight? And, I, and I'm all about it. I'm all about it. I'm all or about it. Or a serious tone, yeah. I mean, yeah. what it is, right? Right. Because I'm curious on what people, people uh, kind of research people do. I, that's what I'm, I'm curious about. So, um, but like I said, but I want to know how y'all are doing all, how y'all getting on, in the, you know, in this world. Uh, everything, everything good. good. I'm doing you know? good, except for I got to do an MRI on the 22nd of my left oh, shoulder. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yep. And I might have to possibly have type surgery. Don't know yet for sure. Depending on the severity of it. Ooh. So well, there's that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be all right. So now tomorrow night, you said you got your brother doing a sermon at church. Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's great. That's why I couldn't be on here tomorrow night. But well, that's the same thing. Because like, yeah. tomorrow, actually, I won't be home until after 7.30, so we won't get on until late. And I know um, Gash has got to work in the morning, so I'm like, be better to do it tonight. Get it out of the way, you know? Actually, right. yeah. Right. Actually, yeah. tomorrow I work 7 to 3.30, and I got the next three days after tomorrow free and clear. Oh, I know, but I just, well, I didn't. Know how you all if you had Friday off or not? So I just figured. I out got Friday work. off. I got Friday. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know. I just figured it'd be know. easier to get it done now. And I wouldn't be home till about nine or ten anyway, because of you know sometimes it goes long. Right, right. Same thing here. So yeah, we get it out of the way now. And I usually <laughs> don't go on the Thursday nights, but since it being family preaching, you know, I'm just like, hey, I'll, I'll go support you. Yeah, I like doing that shit myself. I like doing my little sermons out there, but um. Uh, so yeah, um, before we get on the subject of uh, what's going on, you got anything for the folks? I don't know if Rob does. Uh, I, I do. All right. Um, it's been a, it's been kind of like a crazy work week for me. All right. Um, from, from you know, just basically, it's a commute to work. I had a. And it took me an extra few minutes of my last couple of days to get to work because of the fact that I was going around a water main break. Okay. It's like um, a few days ago, I was walking up the road and I noticed a bunch of water rushing down the road. And um, I got to set location and I noticed a water main break. I called it in. And had to um, hurry up and get around it, you know, because I didn't want to get swept away by the rushing water. <laughs> Never a dull moment in Louisville. <sighs> yeah. And the road that what a water main break happened at had just fresh been paved. Wow. So they put and, it with, they put it with, um, covered it up and, uh, what well, I'm saying, but in general, they, they fixed the road, but underneath it was still fucked up. Yes. All right. Yeah. Um, Welcome also, to government. <laughs> if it appeases to the Christian realm, um, or appeases to uh, for JD, I've now been participating in morning prayer the last couple of days. Oh, oh. well, that that's always good. I mean, you don't have to appease the Christian realm. You know, no, you know, I mean, I, I, I can talk about no, I talk about I, yeah, I talk about belief and ideology all the time, the faith and all that. It doesn't matter whatever what you pray in or believe in, as long as you believe in something. You know, that's, that's, the, that's the way I like to go with it, you know. And like I said, I right. talk to all the deities, no matter what side of their defense they on or whoever people think about them, because I think they all have a hand in, you know, 
how we shape our destinies or live our lives and all that. So I, I, I talk to all of them. Um, but as far as praying goes, I don't ever ask for anything because it's like they're, they're not there to fix me or fix my problems or cure my problems or, you know, help me gain things, or whatever. It's just more of an idea someone to talk to, you know. And that's why I like my friends, you know, my co-hosts and everything like that because it's um, that'd be the same thing talking to them. But um, I uh, like people suffer in this world. Like I know, like I said, we talked at the beginning of the show. Right now, there's a lot of folks in this world are suffering hard on the on the economy. Um, standing all this stuff. And, and um, I, also, and, I, and I'm saying my my thing is, if I was to say prayers, I'd actually want something. I want some kind of comfort for them. You know, I'm not worried about me because, like I said, I I, I grew up poor. I grew up, you know, eating, you know, right, baloney and shit and fucking, you know, whatever, and you know. Scraps get by, you know, hand me out, hand me downs, or food banks and shit like that. But a lot of folks in the world suffering right now. I just wish they would have a little bit more comfort, you know. That's what yeah. I, I'd want. I'd want. Uh, but also, um, speaking of people suffering, you know, back here in the home state, pray for those in eastern Kentucky that were ravaged by that uh, major flood. Well, like I said, once again, that's something they got to figure out for themselves. Now, I got compassion for. You know, someone living in a situation like that. Um, yeah, um, I, I hate I hate it for them. You know, I would wish they, I hope they um they find a, a way to pull through it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I hope so too. And uh, yeah. thanks to thanks to our governor and um, Senate candidate Charles Booker for stopping by and <laughs> making ma- making hey, donations hey, to hey, that Rob? area that was affected. Rob. Rob. Did you say our governor? Yep. Did you call Charles Booker our governor? No, he said Doug Governor and. He said Governor and. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. That's a little early presumptuous. No, he yeah, said, thank, he said governor, and. Our governor and. Governor and Senate candidate Charles Booker for stopping by. Right. Okay. And, uh, okay. Donating. And to all those that have uh, donated, uh, no matter where you're from, thank you for. Um, Helping that Thank you for just being, you know, girls get by as they um, get prepared to uh, bury bury any loved ones that might have died in that flood and prepare to rebuild. So, okay, let me ask this real quick. Um, the, the was it, was it a river flood or what kind of flood was it? It was a river flood. It was uh, one of the forks of the Big Sandy River that overflowed. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Yep. I think it was the. Leviser, well, no, it's either the Tug Fork or Leviser Fork, one of those, either the outer fork or that inner fork that uh, ravaged that area. And gotcha. yeah, for such a tiny river, or for such a major river like that to overflow, goes to show um, that, you know, how much a river can take before it actually, you know, goes off the Richter, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean, it's also, you know, you got to figure. You know, over eons and time, centuries of time, the bedrock, the gravel, the the ground itself is going to soften up. It's going to lose. Eventually, water going to find a way through. Right. You know what I'm saying water going to find a way through. But if there's an excess amount of water that overflowed and all that, yeah, I'm, yeah, you know that's 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 crazy. I just hope everybody find, hope everyone finds a way to pull themselves through it and you know get back in our lives and try to make a better life. You know. Yeah, I found out something interesting about our state before we go on. All right. All right, so I found out there was an underwater ghost town in Kentucky. It's yeah, called, oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, it's called Birmingham, Kentucky. Y'all might have heard of it. Yeah, I, I just found, 
I just found out that it's uh, sunken in a lake, and they said every so often that uh, people's belongings from that era pop up in the lake or whatever, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. To the top. so it's interesting. There's graves there and everything, but, and it's yeah. under, all sunken underwater. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, I used to watch this show, um, he's either on History Channel or it might have been History Channel, but it's called Underground Cities or, yeah, Underground Cities or Worlds or whatever, something like that, and they talk about, like, the, um, the city underneath Chicago, the one under San Francisco, the one the, the water in Kentucky. Yeah, I've seen a lot of lot of those things. And I'm like, that shit is awesome. Right, it is. It's awesome, actually. But that's where all the lizard folk wonder, live, man. Yeah, I just wonder, like, what happens if people go down there and scuba dive? What relics from the past would they might see underwater or whatever? If they or, or are they or, or are they allowed to remove things because that's part of historical? So. Well, I mean, it being underwater, I would think, you know, treasure drivers, uh, you know, I'm talking about. Well, I'm saying, but if, if it's state protected, though, they can't take anything from there. Right. That I, I don't know. I mean, it was a town, it was a town in the Kentucky in uh, 1800s. Uh, that, well, I know, but I'm saying right now, if it's an uh, area that's actually protected by state laws, federal laws, or, you know, historical laws, whatever shit, people are not allowed to remove things. It's like going to a pyramid, same thing. It's a tomb. Uh, Right. With a lot of you know ancient treasures, so I mean, even if it's you know underwater, it's still protected by some kind of rights. At least it should be. But if it's not, but, though, hey, go at, have at it. Go down and get you some shit. You know. But that's what I'm wondering. Like, can you actually still see it if you go in the exact area where it's at? Can you still technically see it? Oh, I got like, you. That's what I'm I mean, wondering. Like, for real, would it show uh, up? The next question is like, how much um, algae and other um, organism. Um, have eaten away at that city. You know, that's almost I, like you know, finding nope. the Titanic and how bad it looks after organisms have eaten away at it and stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah, but I mean that. A lot, I mean, if you actually, if you actually think about it, um, the time that the time the Titanic went down, the materials they used to make that boat and for it to actually be that pristine, it's still that pristine, pristine after all those years under salt water. That's actually not bad at all. Right. Right. And it's in Kentucky Lake, so, I mean, it's considered one of Kentucky's ghost towns, but all the way you can even visit it or see it is through scuba dive and go under, but I don't well, know that's if you can cool. go in it and explore Oh, uh, you, you should find out about it. if that's actually a thing, because people might actually sign up for that, and they have been doing it for a while. They might have photos out there. Yeah, for real. I, or I stories, thought it was you know. Yeah, yeah, stories. yeah, I thought it was very interesting. All right, so what else we got for the folks? I ain't got nothing else unless Rob's got something. I, I mean, other than, you know, my crazy work week, you know, praying for the people of um, Eastern Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I've, well, the whole thing with, I still think about, I don't know, I still think about George mm-hmm. Skinny, but, you know, um, probably no one's going to hear me on that. You know what I mean? On what? He's talking George about George Skinny. Skinny. The situation happened oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, um, no, um. Okay, let's go ahead and get into this thing since we got nothing else. But um, don't wait for the show and break up. Oh, I forgot about this because uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep a time frame on this thing. But uh, right, we're trying to barrel into it. So I guess right now the hot topic on the internet is the idea of the woman Carol Brandt. Is that her name? Yep. All right. Um, the state of Mississippi um decided not to uh, indict her on murder charges of Emmett Till. And that happened back in 1955. And I guess people are upset right now why she's not being charged with murder. And so, you know, I just want to read it for a couple of things. So I want to know what you have been seeing online about what's going on. 
pretty much the same thing you read is what I've been saying. Pretty much. Okay. So I mean, the, I guess the way I look at it is, um, people, people are, are on the people are people are upset right now because she's not being charged with murder uh, of Emmett Till after all these years, and they're trying to figure out, you know, whatever and stuff. Now, um, like I just read to everybody, well, I just read while well, I read to y'all. I went and looked it up. So I wanted to actually know what her actual crime was because the idea was, I mean, I guess she was an old time Karen, and she told um, people that. This black kid was mom whistling at her or making her offended, or whatever. She felt offended by something he said to her, allegedly. That's that's allegedly, the idea. yeah. That's and allegedly. There's no crime there. It's Someone allegedly. came along. Diddy, shut down. <laughs> so I mean, no, I'm, okay. I'm just trying to say allegedly because it's a <coughs> legal thing. Because I watch this guy on YouTube, and there'll be like straight crimes that have happened like 60 years ago and they'll say the word allegedly because it's all about legal or whatever and shit so i'm going to say yeah. allegedly yeah we uh, we know that we know the difference we know we know the difference okay um but i guess she reported to someone or somebody that this kid offended her and they took matters in their own hands and they took him out kidnapped him tortured him and hung him so when it came to the police um situation they were arrested um uh, mm. tried for murder and got off um, and that pissed a lot of people off because, you know, it's all white jury, white judge. I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. pure, right? That's pure bullshit right there. But she also was also, she actually was charged with all the same crimes in 1955 and was acquitted. So that's why they can't do it nowadays. That's called double jeopardy. Well, she, <laughs> no, hold on. But I, I know it's bullshit because, um, they can, they can say all they want, um, new evidence or whatever. Even if she had the, the noose in her hand right now. They cannot charge her with a murder because they've already charged her once with it. They have to come up the new. They have to come up the new charge or new crime or whatever. So I understand that people are upset right now, but you have to understand the legal system sucks. It sucks bad. Don't get me wrong. Oh but yeah. The le- the legal system is. She was already charged with it and was already found not guilty. So that's why they can't charge her now. No, I I, I do get it. It's all bullshit. Um. So people need well, to look, look, look those things up and figure out how to, you know. Whatever, but um, you said something about a movie going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. There and, it is. And you said, and your your statement was painting the story in a different light. What do you mean yep. about that? Well, you know, it's Hollywood. I mean, they're going to twist, twist the story around to make it okay, seem but, like it's something where it ain't being factual. Okay, well, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So let me let me throw this idea. I'm just I'm asking questions here because. Yep. Um, uh, I'm, I'm almost um, certain that if someone's going to make a movie about someone historical like Emmett Till, it won't be actually Hollywood. It'll be an independent company. Right. It'll be someone that actually is tied to um, the black community, um, civil rights, the ACLU, stuff like that. So it won't be like a straight Hollywood you know, movie. It'll be an independent movie. Like, you know, 12 Years a Slave, you know, with big, you know, big numbers and all that shit. Uh, Book of Eli. <clears throat> but, um, if they're I gonna mean, do his, so, yeah. But if they're gonna make a historical movie on um, Emmett Emmett Till, I don't think they can um, um not paint a um a different story in how everything went down. I mean, pretty right. much, she accused him of something she was offended by, told somebody else, and then they tortured and murdered and killed him. You know, I mean, I don't know how else they can do that. I mean, there's, I, I don't know. If, any, be- if, if, if anything, I'm pretty sure they're making a movie to celebrate his life and to show the dangers of what we went through back then, what, what we're going through right nowadays, right. you know? Well, Riff, um, yeah. I'm looking at the cast members, right? 
and it's got Danielle Deadwater in it, or Deadweiler, sorry, Deadweiler, I don't know why I said Deadwater, I mispronounced, my bad. It's got a kid named Jalen Hall, looks like he's playing Emmett Till, and Whoopi Goldberg is one of the producers on this, so... Uh, but okay, well, um, you know any idea what a production studio it is? Uh, I'm looking that up now, actually. Let's see. I'm um, on IMDb. I don't know if it'll tell me or not. I'm I'm kind of just cruising around to see if I can see it. He just said, uh, production company, production company. That that would tell me a lot more than anything else. What production company it is? It says production. It's, it's MGM, MGM Studios. Uh, yeah, it's it's MGM. MGM. Yeah. MGM Studios. Mm-hmm. But um, the way I'm looking at it, I'm reading them stuff right here. Is um. It's pretty much going to celebrate his life and all the way up to the downfall and how pretty much um, America washed it away because they were white people that, you know, got away with a murder. Right. Right. Well, some people. So I don't, okay, I got you. Go ahead. But I don't see how anybody can come out with a good conscience. They make a movie like that and paint her in a good light. So um, the idea that they're going to, you know, change things around. I don't know how they can actually tell a story and make her seem like she's a not a victim. I, I got a question, though. You know, uh, it's gonna be a kind of a question that um, you know what I mean. Um, what's the word for that kind of like makes you think? Well, go ahead, say it. All right. What if it were the other way around? What do you mean, the other way around? What if she was the one accused of whistling? What if? What if? It, what if the tables were flipped and she? You know, you know what I mean. Okay, so um, he went to somebody and accused her of offending him. Yeah, but at the time in nineteen, but in those times though, ain't nobody gonna believe him though. Well, but well, now, yeah. they, but now, if the if he got if two of his friends went out and kidnapped that woman, tortured her, and murdered her, you guarantee it they'd be going to jail for life, or even you know sent to death. Right, because that's how shit was back. Shit was fucked up. I mean, it's fucked up nowadays, but shit was fucked up back then, especially for a person of color. If you were if you were non-white, you pretty much had no no reason to be on the side of the police because they were going to fuck you over regardless. Right. Yeah, the legal system not work for you at any of those days. I, 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 that's a given. But anyway, Rev, like I said, the reason I brought up the Hollywood movie thing, all right, is just so that people are aware when you're watching a Hollywood movie, certain dialect and certain things might be. Changed ever so slightly to fit the narrative. Oh, they are, man. That's a given, though. Yeah. But I'm saying, but I mean, I don't see how they can change the actual story, you know, from well, what I, it was. It's like Titanic. They changed, they made the story, but added characters in there. You see okay. what I'm saying? But okay, okay. You get what I'm saying? I, I know, I know what you're saying. But the idea is like they're gonna make they're gonna make a good movie about the history of this little young black boy. Okay, they're gonna make a story about him, his all the good things he's done, and. Uh, and the mistreatment of you know his death, I, 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 that's what they're going to do. There ain't no way in the world they're going to make it. Um, they might have you know, it might not be a hundred percent factual. You know what I'm saying? They're going to you know throw things in there, but they're going to use a lot of source material to put out a good movie to you know show you that this little kid died for no reason whatsoever, and the people that murdered him got away with it. You know right. what I'm saying? But uh, if you use an example of Titanic, that's a, I mean. You got a boat that sinks, and, and there ain't nothing else in between. Ain't nothing. Everything else was bullshit in between. <laughs> that was a long ass, long ass fucking movie. That was a bunch of bullshit. 
surprised. Right. I wasted my time on that shit. I'm like, oh, I got to see, I got to see a pair of titties, but that was about it. And I'm like, come on, man, you could have done better than that. But I, I mean, Brave, you know, I kind of enjoyed. Braveheart was long. No, no, but I'm talking about okay, but Braveheart was a damn good movie though. Titanic yep. was a bunch of bullshit. I mean, right. that, um, that, I'll give that, you was really a, that was really a bullshit fucking movie right there. All right, so you, so you want to talk about long movies? Let's talk about the Green Mile. Now that was a good one. I know, but I'm, okay, we're okay. We're talking about good movies now. We're talking. I'm giving you the example of the Titanic. Titanic was a boat that left shore, then sank. Everything right. in between was all bullshit. Now people loved it because of the music and the actors and this little the little mini stories in between. And I'm like, no, that was all bullshit. But I know people disagree with me. Some people actually love Titanic. They all that was a great movie. I'm like, what? Did you watch the same movie I did? Are you fucking kidding me? But, right, uh, right. You bring up shit like you know Braveheart and Green Mile. Those are good movies though. Those are really good, really good movies. So, but I want to get back to the idea of um, the internet right now, social media. I guess basically is upset because this woman is now not being charged with the murder of Emmett Till and, and they, they can't figure out why they want justice. You know, but, but, he just mentioned the man. Yeah, I Well, she won't be indicted or anything because he said she was tied back in 1955. Before. Right. Yeah. So they would, they would have to give her a new charge and they would have to give her a new crime, the whole nine yards. So, I mean, if people, okay, I, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. If you want to be upset over this, you want your heart broken, you want to be, you know, angry about this, I'm with you. But right. the, the legal stands for, I mean, it's bull, don't get me wrong, it's bullshit, but the legal precedence is there. It's called double jeopardy. You right. can't charge her with the same crime that she's already been acquitted of. That's, right. I mean, I, I know I know it's, 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 it's bullshit, but that's the way it is. Now, if you want the um, state of Mississippi to uh, prosecute her on some charges, they got to come up with a new charge and a new crime. Right. I don't know if this helps or not or anything like that, but I did see some people saying if Bill Cosby can be charged, yeah, no, that's why they're looking at it. Like, they're playing that. Okay, but I'm saying, but she was, okay, that's what's key. I think that's what people are, are feeling to realize is she was already charged, right. tried, and released. I don't think no, some no. people read up on that, though. Well, I say that's what they need to figure out. That's what they need to go. And that's why I tell them people all the time, do your own research, form your own opinion. Right. You know, I, right. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I agree this is complete bullshit that she cannot be tried now, you know, convicted of anything now because she already got off on it once, you know, with a stacked jury, you know, stacked, stacked legal system. She got off on it because of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I agree that complete bullshit. But now, Rob, you mentioned um, street justice, though. Yep. Elaborate, Rob. No, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So in the no, year 2000, so the year no. 2022, do you think it's okay to take this old woman, take her out there, and drag her out and beat her up and hang her? Is that is that the, what we need nowadays? Oh, I'm curious. Yeah, let me let me explain. All right, all right. So I love my old people. Right. I dearly do. They can be so nice and friendly, but in that case. Um, hey, if, if a lot of people want to get mad at me, be like, you you are beautiful to old people. Well, in special occasions, she's one of those. Okay, so you're okay. You okay with street justice if it serves to serve the um narrative, right? I'm I see now me my, me myself me myself I'm good with it too. I'm good with it too. 
<clears throat> that's what people get wrong about me. I, I'm compassionate, but I'm good with it too. If I knew that um, somehow someone murdered her, whatever and shit, I'm not gonna raise an eyebrow over it. I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. No, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna be like, I'm but gonna I go. don't. But my here, my here, here, my hear me out though. I would hope that people wouldn't do these things because they then they put themselves in danger, put, oh, their own, yeah. put their own lives in jeopardy. Now I get the idea of the justice. I do. I get that. But think about this though. Murdering her won't make your life any better. It might make you feel better at the time, but it won't make your life any better. Then now now you're gonna be you can put yourself in jeopardy by going to jail for murder, you know, harming right. somebody else. So I wouldn't want somebody else to do that, you know, just because they're angry. That's, right. that's the whole thing, you know. From the pictures that I saw, she um the pictures I saw of her, they said that she went into hiding after all this went down. Well, I'm pretty sure she did. She was afraid for her fucking life. She got every right to be. She didn't pop out, pop her head out until our time now, which is 2022, right? Right. She didn't pop her head out. And that's what people were upset over because she was like pretty much. Out of, out of the picture. She ain't never been heard from since. Out of mind, out of picture, pretty right. much. High, or all this time. And then just decides to pop her head out. <laughs> when, and I saw the, like I said, I saw the pictures when they first posted. Right. She is on oxygen and all this and that and the other, right? She's right. on her deathbed, so hey, I mean she's gonna die. I it's mean, kinda well, you know what? Um let me let me re, let me refrain from wishing street justice on her because of the fact of well, um, how do I put this? Time's There's gonna a be a little thing called karma. Oh yeah. But that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm like I'm all for street justice, and you know different forms of that because I don't believe the law works for us in certain ways, you know, to protect us, to make us make us feel better about ourselves, keep us right, keep us, you know, um, righteous. If you want to, you know, say it, whatever. I'm I'm all I'm all about you know certain types of street justice. I'm all about you know people taking matters in their own hands. But right now, I wouldn't want to see anybody put themselves in danger, murdering this old lady because you know something she did a long time ago. She, yeah, she's a fuck up. She's a little, you know, old ass Karen, whatever and shit. But I don't want to see anybody else put their lives in danger over this situation. Okay, but about, listen, listen to what I'm about to say. But now, if this, is, if this was 1955 and she came out of the courthouse, cleared, hang the bitch, hang the bitch up. <laughs> I yeah, got no but I no, got no but, problem with but it. Listen, Different listen, time. what I'm about to say. Yeah. Um. While I like street justice now, now that I've heard that. She's um, on oxygen and pretty much reaching the end of her life. Well, um, I'm gonna go on ahead and you know strike that strike that saying about street justice because of the fact. Oh, when it comes to her, yes, I agree with street justice. Okay, but at the same time, same token, if she's already at the end of her life and on oxygen. And just about on her way out of here. Let's go on ahead and let the woman die yeah. and okay. die in peace. Well, I, no, 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 not, 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 not die in peace. Now, I, I will say this: I still think people need to, uh, you know, put it out there. Bitch, die already. You know, die already. That's, that's where I'm at right now. Die, uh, die already. You know, just your... go on ahead and just die on off. Nobody wants you here. Right, right, just, right, right, right. Just, you know, don't do know what you did and. Right. Make, know, it, make, it, make it make her suffer mentally and emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, and pretty much <coughs> what I'm going to say is this, you know, 
I want to say Vernon Hill, but for the sake of JD over here, uh, I just hope she hey, asks for forgiveness. Hey, hey she goes to meet her maker. Rob, oh, see y'all. See y'all. Uh, can I say something? Go ahead. Rob, okay. I'm going to stop you right there. Listen, I'm a Christian and I'm a deacon at my church, right? But you don't yeah. have to be saying for the sake of JD over here. Form your own opinion. Do your own thing. Just because what you say don't affect me. So just Okay, go. well, listen. I mean, I'm just going to go on ahead. You know, part of me wants to say pardon hell. And then part of me wants to say, I hope she just goes on ahead when she hits that deathbed, just praising God and asks for forgiveness. And really? Says, you know, she's sorry for what she's done before <laughs> she passes on out of here. Because, like, and it's a part of me that's like burning hell, and I oh. got that side of me that's like see how I see passion and hope. See that? That. There's a difference between me. And, there's a difference between you know how I see. It, I think from everybody else It's like okay, she's on her deathbed, she's on oxygen. Open that, she shits on herself, or she chokes on her own vomit. Hope she bleeds from her eyes and just you know <laughs> croaks. You know that that's just me. That's right. just me. Now I'm not gonna be the one to do those things, but I'm not gonna wish her a peaceful death. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna wish her the best, the best for afterlife, you know, rewards and all. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I, mean, also, I understand. I, mean, what you, I, I, got, I, I get that. I know I what you're saying. That. I know I'm, what you're I'm, saying I'm, about these things, but I'm not gonna sit here and wish her a peaceful death. You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want anybody to go actually physically murder this woman. But yeah, share your thoughts, share your angers, share yeah. your 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 yeah. outrage. Okay. You know, let that bitch, you know, die an angry death. You know, I, I'm good uh, with that. Hey, yeah, I get that, but I mean, I got, I'm, I'm split. I'm, oh, I don't I'm, know. I get you on that. I get you on that. I'm, I'm not split. I'm not split. You know, um, like I said, if it had been 1955 and she came out of the courthouse, go, I gotta quit it. That bitch gone. That bitch gone, though. Me, me personally, I just, you know, I don't come from a perspective of a white person. I don't think, you know. We should treat anybody different. I think we all should be treated the same, you know, because pretty much we are the same. We're all. But I, I know we're talking about 1955. 1955 is a different time. Yeah, that was back in those times. Let me think. Look, look. Back then, hold on. Let me let me pause for let me pause for my two calls. Let me tell my two calls to pause right quick. All right. Okay. All right. So back in those times, we were looked at like. Oh, you got germs. You got cooties. You this. You that. You can't go to. Our, you can't go to. Our, you can't go to. Really? Our, yeah. I thought. I, now, my understanding is worse than that. They looked at us like we was murderers. Doesn't matter what you was. You was a fucking murderer. You were gonna. You were gonna kill me. Rape me and eat my children. You know, murderers. Not cooties. Not germs. Like, ooh, no, no. We, people were looked at like they were fucking straight. In the yeah, depths of the I mean, depths like, of mouth hell. I mean, we looked at like way worse than that. Like, right. it's just, like looked at like we were the scum, of, like we were the scum of the earth. You know, right? And it's like couldn't even go to the same school, couldn't even vote, couldn't even read, couldn't do nothing. You know, but we you know, had it okay, worse um, than women. Hey, hey, let me let me ask you this question. Then, since we're on that topic, because I've had a conversation with somebody about this many, 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 many times. Um, do you think they try to the segregation because? They didn't want the quote unquote um black virus, like you you say germs, cooties, um diseases. You think that's the reason why they, they wanted segregation? I know it's deeper than that. I know it's Oh yeah. See, now my understanding is segregation was about because they didn't want to um 
deal with the ideology or the belief system of the African-American culture. They didn't, right. they, they didn't want to influence their, their way they taught their kids. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I agree with that. It's kind of like they want, like, um, back in those times, there's a lot of people that still thought that we should still be enslaved and kept dumb and stupid. Yeah, because, you know, see, because they would lose their power. So to me, it wasn't about them having cooties or germs or whatever, but the idea was they would lose their power. They would lose their whole um, construct of life itself, you know? That's why they, to that's what they didn't want. That. I see, now, put, but, but I see, I'm thinking, lose the fact of, you know, see, you know I, what I mean by the good old boy system, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Me. Yeah, that. They didn't want to lose, they didn't want to lose that. But I'm saying, but I, I, but here's the here's the thing though, the, the irony once again is there was a lot of folks back then that didn't think like that, and they weren't of you know black cover, they were of the white cover, they were white people, they didn't think like other white people, so they were against you know the idea of segregation, they were against the idea of you know um, what the uh, good old boys were doing. Yeah, but, they, I, but, that, but now, but now, hold on, but now also like listen, this. listen, hold on. But now they also were taken, you know, down by the money system, if you will. Yep. So if you were, if you weren't a politician or somebody with money back in those days, you pretty much didn't have a say so, and no matter what the fuck happened, you know what right. I'm saying? Even if they were against how they treated other people, they didn't care because they had the money. They would squash you also. Hey, Rev, I'm just curious if there was actually white people back then. And this might be a certain minority of white people, mind you, that were defending the African American culture. No, I mean, there, no, there are white people defending the human race. See what I'm saying? I wonder if there was people back then that thought they were like defending the human race. That meaning they were trying to defend us too. They didn't care about the skin, what, what color of the skin. Right, right, right. No, no. no. this goes, goes back. I'm saying, all right. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Um, I mean, this I'll goes, this goes back to this. Again. But I'm saying this goes back to, you know, like you uh, I'm saying, but this goes back to even like, you know, caveman days. There's right. always somebody trying to hold somebody else down because they want to hold power. Then there's people that fight against them for other people, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there were white folks that fought for seg- that fought to in segregation, that fought for civil rights. They fought for these things for African Americans and everything. Just because they're white doesn't mean they were trying to fight for the 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 black culture. They were fighting. Even for the- Abe Lincoln, even yeah. Abe Lincoln tried it. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, but they were fighting for the human race. You know, sure. because they knew, they knew they knew that it was fucked up. And that's what we're seeing nowadays is they got that thing called white guilt. And I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm not buying that bullshit. Just because your ancestors were fucked up, don't mean that mine were. You know right. what I'm saying? That's why I look at it. I know, I know my lineage. I know where my people come from, and I know what side of the side of the of uh, the track state was on. So I'm not going to play that white guilt shit. You know, right. and I know there's a lot of folks in this country right now that have had ancestors from, you know, back as far as WW2, WW1, whatever. That had money. That had power. Had influence. Yeah, those motherfuckers right there, they should come off their come off their high horses and say, Yeah, we fucked everything up. I don't get to say that because my people didn't fuck anything up. We were the ones fighting against those people. Yeah, my parents were one of those like that were fighting against those people because they back then even thought it was crap. Mom said when she was a little girl, she thought it was crap that uh 
black people couldn't use the same bathroom and was treated differently. She thought it was crap back in the 60s. Oh, they yeah, well, yeah. We couldn't use the same bathroom, same water fountain, couldn't even go to the same school, couldn't even, couldn't even ride on the same side of the bus. I, mean, I know what I'm saying, but I mean, but I, but the whole idea is, um, I want to go back further than you know the 60s. I'm talking about like you know the 20s and 30s and shit. Um, yeah, I'm talking about um, look at the gangster days. You know, there wasn't really a lot of black gangsters, <laughs> but there were a lot of black hoods though. You know what I'm saying? Hey, they, let, they, let me say this. Hold on, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm trying, I'm trying to trying to reach the thought here. So, okay. um. But the more the more popular criminals got the the historical recognition because they were um you know white or Italian or whatever and stuff they had they they made their mark for themselves. But there were a lot of black people that actually you know get you know organized crime had their own crews had ran ran shit you know uh, what what's uh what's um dude's name Frank somebody um. Some American gangster, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, Frank, Frank, I don't know. American I'm gangster, Denzel Washington. Uh, Red, I, I don't know what you're talking about. You I know there was American? a movie. I've never seen it. No, I'm asking Rob. To- huh? American gangster. What was Frank's name? Uh, the, one that, the one that Denzel. Um, I've, one movie I've never seen. Or whoa, are you fucking kidding me, dude? I've never seen no, it. No, I'm, I'm serious. I've never seen it. I have to go back and I have to go watch it to actually be able to give you give you what that dude's name was. Oh, there you go. I'm looking it up now. There we go. But uh, listen, what I what I was about to say was um, to fall off my train of thought. Frank, Frank uh, Lucas. Frank Lucas. That's what. Okay. But, no, uh, but, I, but my idea is like, um, people have always fought for power with money. You know what I'm saying? It's like you had to have money to fight for power to earn money to go steal it, earn it, you know, make it whatever and shit. Then when you made that money, you didn't want to give that power up, and that's where a lot of us, you know, suffered at was because the ones that didn't have the money. Or the ones that were being treated like shit, you know, and a lot of people saw that are like, no, nah, this is bullshit. That's what I'm saying. We, we, a lot of people fought for the human race, not just race, skin color. Oh, but, but, but yeah, Go listen. Ahead. All right. So let me walk you back through history while, while, you know, while we're on this subject. Okay. All right. So here's our plight and our plight. It, it didn't involve, it, it didn't just involve black folk, it involved women too. Right. Right. All right. right. Oh, yeah. So let's walk you all the way back. Okay. So, yeah, of course, you got the Harriet Tubman days. Um, you got the Underground Railroad, you know, all that good stuff. You know, shout Angela Mayu. Angela Mayu. Who? Who? Angela Mayu. Never heard of her. Oh, you fucking, am I saying it wrong? I've never heard of her either. The poet. That's all we all said. Who? Sound like my chest. Hold on, did I? Hold on, let's see. Uh, okay, but yeah, as I was saying, you know, you got that. Then, you know, go to um, 1865, you know, with the whole Juneteenth thing, you know, as a Juneteenth, as a June 19th, that was the day that Abraham Lincoln. Um, about oh, my, my Angelo. Sorry, I, I, I had my Angelo. Yeah, my yeah, you got her. My Angelo. I had it, I had it backwards. I had, oh, yeah, Angelo, Angelo. Yeah, I had it backwards. My Angelo. You got people like her, but yeah, um, God rest her soul. But yeah, I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna take you all the way back. Um, after the Harriet Tubman days, he had like you, you still fought through that, 
you know, of course, we had the Revolutionary War, but that didn't involve us at, like, you know, it involved the Union and the Confederates. Oh, it involved, that, okay, but uh, but, that did, but that didn't involve African Americans because he had the I know, I know that. what I'm saying is, you know, I'm, these, are, these are different things that are happening, happened in history, okay? Okay. All right. So you had all of that. All right. Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery, okay? All right. Um, did you know, I don't know if you knew this or not, 1920 was the year that women got the right to vote. Women got the right to vote first before we did. You say 1920. Yeah. Did you know that? Now, let me ask you this question then. Was it white women or was it all women? I think it was um, mainly white women at that time because, we, you know, black folk were still, even after Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery, we were still um, going through it, you know, with the Jim Crow laws, the black codes, you know, couldn't learn how to read. If you were, and uh, they had signs up at the, they had signs up at the post for that, <sighs> that um, wanted us from voting, pretty much like saying, if you could read this sign, then you can vote, and then if you uh, found to known how to read that sign, you were arrested. All right, so let me ask, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm just curious right now, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are also, so in nineteen in nineteen twenty May May nineteenth nineteen nineteen they they ratified the amendment so in nineteen twenty um, they gave women right to vote all right yep. but now was that included with black women or just white women um, at that time like I said I have to say with uh, white women because like I said we were still going through you know okay okay fight our way this is what I, this is what I'm asking then so not all women were allowed to vote in nineteen twenty no. Okay, so if women's rights were passed in 1920, which women were passed? And that's like, uh, that don't make any sense right now to me because that should mean all women, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that should be all women, but at that yep. point, it should be all women, but at that point, it was not. Because, like, it would take some, like, three, four decades later with the uh, Civil Rights Acts of 1957 and 1964 for us to get our right to vote. But, you know, some fun facts, bro. Okay. You know, some fun facts about my town, that the college that's here in this town was yeah. one of the first colleges in the state of Kentucky to include uh, non-segregated things, meaning that they were letting everybody go. It's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's a fun fact. But now, like, like some three, four decades later, with the Civil Rights Act of 1957 and 1964, that's how we gained our right to vote. But even though we gained our right to vote, we still had to fight, you know, to um, be able to be completely included in society. With we still no, okay, had, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, let, me, let me stop you right there. Let me ask you that question: Whose society was it? And uh, well, in American society, period. Whose society? society, whatever. No, no, no. Whose society was it? Uh, that's the white man's society. Once again, whose society was it? He said the white man's society. Once again, whose society was it? I don't who, know. Who were we fighting against? Oh, oh, we were fighting against politicians. Once again, who were we fighting against? Uh, rich people. There you go. We're fighting rich against people. the money. Oh, rich people, yeah. We're fighting against the money. Now, happened to be at that time, all the white folks had all the money. Ain't no lie about that. Yeah. 
Right now, we're having the same problem. We're fighting against ourselves, but we're fighting on a class level. Right. Yeah, the classism then. I'm talking up the classism. But well, here's, well, here's, back right, then, here's back the then, back then, it was, it was um, racist, if you will, because only the white folks control the money. Right. But now, but, but let, me, let me move on. All right. So Women's Voting Rights Act of 1920... Civil Rights Act of 1957 and 1964. Um, okay, so then when it came to dating and marrying, you know, outside, yeah, of no, our yeah, race. yeah. <laughs> See, uh, I, I still, I still find that one hilarious. Outside of our race, I'm like, we're 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 part of the human race. We're not outside of our race. Well, that's what they I, I consider that. That's about, what they, that's what they I, call I, it I back know, then. I, I know, I know what you're talking about because you know I went through that shit my entire life. But I right. still think it's funny that um, how anybody can conceive that a person of two different skin colors are outside of their race. They're not. They're of the. Uh, but society itself set the rules. The people with the money made the rules, enforced the laws. You know, the money enforced all these things. That ain't no way around that. Now, the folks who had the money was the white folks. Ain't no lie about that. But the money is what made these fucking laws and enforced these laws. So. But society did not agree with the money people. You know what I'm saying? And right, they- right, right. But, all right, so what I was about to say, not long after the Civil Rights Act of 1964, you had the Supreme Court ruling that went in, uh, went in our favor with um, Richard, and, Richard and Mildred Loving. Okay? Loving what was, what? versus the state of Virginia. What was that? The um, Loving v. Virginia, April tenth, nineteen sixty-seven. Okay, what what was it? What was what was the? So thing? the ruling was that you could have interracial marriages. Okay, let me stop you there because the first thing you said was it went in our favor, which means the black community. Don't yes. you think that went in the favor of white community also? Because there's white folks. Yeah, it went in the favor of the black. I mean, it went in the favor of the white community too. Okay, so but here's my thinking: is that went in the favor for people who wanted to be with somebody else that they're told is not right. Yeah. See, that's yep. what I'm saying. All of the ideology coming up in this world was based on how you were raised, how you were parented, how you were taught in school, society, whatever. And right. all the ideology was, you know, white driven. It was. It was called. It was white driven by white because white people had the fucking money. Now, um, we're trying to change those things nowadays, but it's like I, I'm still scratching my head over the women's rights. I'm like, why is women's rights suffrage celebrated so highly? If not all women were allowed to vote, well, some of them did. I'm like, yeah, but not all of them did. So I'm, I'm questioning the historical ramifications on um, the women's votes. And I'm not saying, no, uh, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm questioning the idea of like, well, not all women were allowed to vote. So what, why, why are we all holding that off? You know, I, I'm, I'm just asking right. questions. Now. I'm scratching my head over it. Uh, well, um, oh, but I'm saying, but, but I'm saying, but. The right to vote for black folks came out, you know, in the 60s, whatever. I, I I get that. But like I said, there were a lot of folks in this world that didn't have money or belong right. in that system that were against everything they believed in. So the idea that we have, you know, they made it a law to where people of two different skin colors can get married. I think that benefited a lot of people, not just one culture. Right. You know well, what I'm but, but listen, I forgot to mention right in right before the Civil Rights Act of 1957 and 1964, Parts v. Alabama, that ended segregation on the bus. That, that happened in 19. 19- now, okay, just because the laws changed, so many people didn't change themselves. 
That's the that's the only that's the only thing that the game the game we play even to this day. Just because the law changed doesn't mean that people change themselves. I'm pretty sure a white bus driver didn't give a fuck about the laws being changed. Yeah, or, yeah, back or, in the day, probably not. Or, or, or the white patrons. They didn't give a fuck about the laws being changed. They didn't care about the uh, removing the signs for sitting at a counter, drinking a water fountain, going to the bathroom. They didn't care about those things. They still had their head up their asses and were making, you know, problems for everybody, which we mm. see in the case of this Carolyn Brandt. Because yep. she made a claim that, oh, he did something to offend me, even though doesn't matter what it was. I mean, people took the matters in their own hands. So if they're hey, uh, they so the, hold, on, there are, hold on. There are laws stating that you're not allowed to murder somebody, but they did it anyway. Right. Right. Uh, Rev. The woman's name is Carolyn Donham. No, I thought it was Carolyn Brandt. Uh, uh-uh, it's Carolyn Donham. Because I just looked it up. Right. I'm looking at it also, and it says Carolyn Donham. Hey, it's all good. No, no, no. Uh, but, um, Let me uh, go. Moving, on, moving along in history. Okay, hold on now. Everett Lewis Till was a 14-year African-American boy who was abducted, tortured, and lynched in Mississippi in 1955 after being accused of, of offending a white woman, Carolyn Bryant. Well, I'm looking here, and it says Carolyn Donham. Well, she might have changed her name. <laughs> Mine would, too. If I did what I did, I would, too, yeah. But no, her name was Carolyn Bryant. Uh, let's see. I'll go back here. Yeah, it's Bryant. Mm-hmm. Now, in 1955, her name was Bryant. I don't know what it is nowadays. I don't know if she changed her name. Got it's remarried. Donna. Donna. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was right. You were right. But right now, like I said, when she was, her name was Bryant. That was her name. Mm-hmm. But um, um, also, moving on through history, because this ran well into the 1970s. The early 1970s um, was the latest case of desegregation. And this, the last part of that was schools with the state of Arkansas via the Little Rock Nine. Okay, but uh, okay. Once again, who were they fighting against? The people with the money. Yep. You know, the people with the money says, no, we don't want anybody of our non-color going to this school to interfere with our kids the way we trained them. That's what it was about. We trained mm-hmm. our kids to be the next generation of being the new assholes. We didn't want, want nobody influencing that. Right. That's what that, that, was, that, that, was that, was last, that was the last. See, a lot of they got to remember, a lot of this shit comes from fear. The folks with the money had fear that they were going to lose their power. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what a lot of this shit came from. But yeah, that that was a that was a last racial part when it comes to racism or classism or whatever. Um, oh no, back then it was racism. <laughs> that, that was the last racist case that that was um, ruled that was ruled by the Supreme Court um, in um, in the early 1970s. I believe it was 1973. The state of Arkansas v. the Little Rock Nine. Okay, I, I'm not understanding that because I went to school in 1973. And I was around black kids because, you know, where I lived at in my neighborhood. Right. But, um, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a case out of Arkansas that um, pretty much ruled segregation dead. So why, why was Arkansas uh, the, take, take so damn long? Um, 
Okay, so Arkansas was the last racist state that I know of because, like, uh, there was a group of nine black students that was trying to get into uh, Arkansas at a... No, hold on, hold on. Was it a certain school? Because I know they did a lot of busing back then, too. It was a certain school in Arkansas that was an all-white school. Hold on, I'm, I'm reading something different here. It's saying it's 1957, not 1970. I'm going to look it up. Brown versus Board of Education. The Little Rock. Oh, yeah, nine. Brown, that, was, that was before. Um, it says the Little Rock Nine were a group of nine black students who enrolled at a formerly all-white central high school, high school in Little Rock, Arkansas, in 1957. Oh, 1957, but I guess they finally made a final ruling on it in 1973. I'm going through it because I remember going to school with literally less white kids. I'm not seeing anything from 1973. Well, in the in the actual group chat that we got on Facebook, yeah, I posted pictures of the lady to show you all that she's on oxygen and all that. Oh, stuff. I've, I've seen her. I see what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. put her name in. It came up on Google. Yeah, she's 88 years old. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's pretty much on her deathbed there. So yeah, Rob, I have not seen anything about 1973. All I see. Yeah, and also in Arkansas, it's legal to marry cousins. Kidding. No, no. I don't know about Alabama. Never mind. Sorry, I was just trying to make a joke there. All right, so let me read because Red might be right. It says, Little Rock Nine were a group of nine black students who enrolled at formerly all white Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas, in 1957. Their attendance at the school was a test of Brown v. the Board of Education, a landmark Supreme Court ruling in 1954. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Uh, we, a we landmark hear yeah. Supreme Court ruling in 1954 that declared segregation in public schools unconstitutional. On September 4, 1957, the first day of class at Central High School, Governor Orville Faubus called in the Arkansas National Guard to block the black students' entry into the high school. Later that month, President Dwight D. Eisenhower sent in federal troops to escort the Little Rock Nine into the school. It drew national attention to the civil rights movement. Okay, what I'm I'm reading here is um, it's called the Decade for Actions to Combat Racism and Racial Discrimination in 1973, but it has nothing to do with the Little Rock Nine, or that uh, it's, it's, it has everything to do with segregation and you know racism and stuff like that. But well, um, well you know, that thing that happened in 1973 rules. That's what I, the schools did. Uh, um, it's more than that. I mean, only in Arkansas. What I'm saying, but so. This thing that happened in 1973 um, wasn't really connected to um, the 1957, but it okay. was something that was ongoing. So I guess there's a lot of schools that didn't want anybody in their school that wouldn't like them. You right. know, that, that's the whole idea. Right, but, but, but so that, they had that to case that happened thing. in 1973 ruled segregation dead. But once again, you know, they can... Doesn't matter what the laws are, people are going to still, you know, find loopholes or try to step side them, you know. Yeah, step- right, because, like, I think there's still, a, I think I read a couple of years ago, there's an article where a school in Mississippi um, chose to intentionally 
keep um, white and black kids separated. Oh, they're trying that nowadays. And I, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I don't either. But now the the, bad, the irony part is we got a um, group of black people trying to separate their kids from white kids. And I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Influence the motherfuckers. Get, get in there and put some shit in their heads. Don't right. separate yourself. Oh, but separate, uh, but separate yourself from 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 the ignorance. So you know what I'm saying? Because there are a lot of ignorant parents out there, a lot of ignorant adults, whatever you want to call it. And that's one that you know that throw down those same ideologies on the young folks. But now, now the segregation was ruled dead. Now, let's move on to more recent stuff going okay. into the 21st century. Hey, we got to put pin in that because we are an hour in. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I said, we have a we had a topic. We ran with it. Um. Well, we can pick it up next week and talk about these things. You know, I have no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, but we got to put a pin in it. Yep. All right, yeah, let's pick up on that next week. Right. Like, now we're going into the whole, um, you know, how the whole but see now, but here, thing. But here, okay, here's the thing I want, you to, I want you to think about before next week. All right, you're going to show me facts and dates and all these things. But I, I always tell you about separating the logic from the emotion. So I right. want to touch on the emotional aspect of how these things affect, actually affected people in the world, you know, and especially nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So let's, right. let's, let's bring that up next week. We'll talk about those things and see where it goes. But we do got to get out of here because we're an hour out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's call it. And no, I did not fall asleep this time. All right. Well, we'll talk to y'all next week. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.